Destiny Christian Centre presents Dr. Jerome Inekwe. Dr. Jerome is a dynamic and gifted communicator who teaches the Word of God with authority and power. We invite you to listen and be blessed by this message. Alright, are you ready for the Word? Yes. Let's open our Bible, please. Let's go to the book of First Thessalonians chapter 2. While you're turning there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the Word of God today. Spirit of God, I'm asking that you will think through my mind and that you will speak through my lips. Thank you for these you wonderful people that are here to hear, mind to understand, and heart to receive the Word of God. Everybody say, Amen. Now, I want to remind you, the Word said when God was speaking to Zerubbabel and to Joshua, it's not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit. And He spoke that to them after He called them to build the temple. In other words, the river belt, don't rely upon your own strength and your own, your own ability to build the temple. I will build the temple. The Spirit of God will build the temple. You know, 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9 says, By strength shall no man prevail. By your own ability, by your own strength, you cannot prevail. Haven't you learned that by now? Huh? And then the book of Psalms says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. He is the master builder. Are you listening? He said, I will build my church. Are you listening? And then the Lord added to the church daily. Are you listening? So he does the addition. He does the building. He's the master builder. He's the master architect. He is everything. We just need to follow him and flow with him. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit. But today I want to show you something. I want to take you on a little journey very quickly. Uh, and, and then um, I, I believe this will resonate in your spirit. Let's go to First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18 says, This is the great apostle Paul speaking. This is not a Johnny Come Lately apostle. This is not some kind of novice apostle. This is the great apostle Paul. And look what he says. Wherefore, we would, verse 18, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul. Now what I want you to do is to underline the word, even I, Paul. Okay? And um, he says, once and again, one of the Bible says again and again, but, what? Satan did what? Hindered me. I'm using the King James. But what now? Satan did what now? Hindered me. Now the NIV used the word block. Okay? Now, so he says, he says, and the reason why he inserted the words, even I, Paul, was for emphasis. He wanted to get you to understand something. He wanted to catch your mind. Are you listening? He says, it was my purpose to come unto you over and over and over again, but Satan hindered me. Now, I want you to do is circle the word hindered, and you've already got the word blocked, but I want you to write this down. But before I qualify this, let me say this. Uh, this is the man who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Right? This is the man who told the Ephesian saints, if you lift up the shield of faith, you will quench how many? All. How many? All. How many? All. All the fiery darts of the wicked one. Is that right? He said to the Roman saints, and the God of peace shall bruise Satan shortly under your feet. Right? He's the man who said to the Corinthian saints, 
now unto him that always causes us to triumph. Yes. So we have victory all the time. Yes. So how come he said, if you lift up your shield of faith, you will quench all the fiery darts. He said that God will bruise Satan shortly under your feet. But here he tells you, this is the man who gave you the authority, the revelation of the authority of the believer. Amen. He gave you the, the revelation of the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Can you say amen to that? Amen. But here he tells you, Satan, I wanted to come to you, but Satan hindered me. So my question to you is very simple this morning, as we are still in January 2020, and we've just left 2019. Don't you think if Satan tried to hinder Paul, he'll try to hinder you? Huh? And how many of you, you've tried to get something go over, get something done, either in your business, or in your ministry, or in your finances, or with your family, and see that there was resistance to your life? Huh? Now, so, let's write this down now. But Satan hindered me. I want you please to circle that word hinder and then write this word down. Satan resisted me. Or write this word now. Satan opposed me. So Satan hindered, resisted, opposed, and then write the word withstood. So we can say it this way. I want to come to you. But Satan opposed me, or Satan resisted me, or Satan withstood me. Are you listening? Yeah. Now notice, I want you to notice something here, that the Apostle Paul was being resisted, opposed, hindered, and blocked, withstood on a personal level. And you need to understand that the enemy will try to hinder you, resist you, withstand you, block you on a personal level. <coughs> Have you noticed that? Yes. Now, let's go to let's go to Daniel. Now everybody repeat after me. Say hindered, hindered. opposed, opposed. Resisted. resisted, withstood. Let's say one more time. Say hindered, hindered. Opposed. opposed, resisted, resisted. Withstood. withstood. Now you're going to see that word all over the Bible. Okay? Let's go to the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 10. Now, you know that Daniel had to do with the national destiny of Israel. You have a personal destiny, but also God has a destiny for this city and for this church and for the UK. Right. You may have noticed in the last 12 months how they tried to hinder the destiny of the UK. They call it Brexit. Everybody heard about even the somebody in Pumpkin Village in America heard about it. Okay? Alright. Daniel chapter 10. Look at verse 11 to verse 13. Let's all read together, please. Um, again, I'm going to read from the King James because it will show you clearly. Alright, let's read together, please. And he said, that's the angel, said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, uh, understand the words that I speak unto thee and, uh, and stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Now everybody read verse 12 together. Ready? One, two, go. Then said he unto me, what? Fear not, Daniel. 
For from the first day that you did set your heart to understand, to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I'm come because of your word. Now stop right there. Lift up your hands and say with me. The first day that I prayed, the first day I prayed, God heard me. Say it again. Say, the first day I prayed, the answer was released. All right, let's say it this way. Say, when earth calls, Heaven always answers. Amen. Right? So if heaven always answered, or if the first day that he prayed, the answer was released, why was there not a manifestation? Glad you asked. Look at verse 13. Let's all read together, please. Verse 13. What does it say? But what? The prince of the kingdom of Persia did what? Uh -huh, stop. Give me another word for withstood. Uh, resisted, opposed, and hindered. Can you see that now? Now, can you see here how Daniel was being opposed, resisted, hindered, and withstood on a national level? So Daniel, I mean Paul, on a personal level, and here Daniel on a national level. I've got news for you. God has got a personal destiny for you, and God has got a destiny for the UK. And God's destiny for you will come to pass. Come on, lift up your hands and say, my destiny will come to pass. Hallelujah. I will not be opposed. I will not be hindered. I will not be resisted. I will not be blocked. I will not be hampered for when I'm caught, but we are going to go into our destiny in 2020. Can you say hallelujah? All right, now, go with me to the book of Nehemiah chapter 4. Nehemiah chapter 4, please. And we are going to read verse 7 and verse 8. Now, Nehemiah was called by God to build the wall. Can you say amen? amen. His administration was to build the wall. Now the wall of Jerusalem was broken down. Are you listening? Yes. Look at verse 7 and verse 8. Uh, Nehemiah chapter um, 4, verse 7 and verse 8. If you can put it on the screen, we can read it together. Praise God. Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 8. So he was called to uh, build the wall. All right, everybody say build the wall. All right, look at verse 7. It's all way together. But it came to pass that when Sanballat and when who? Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the bridges began to be stopped, they were very angry. Are you listening? Let me tell you this. There are still some Sanballats here today. And some of them are in the church. Amen. Some, some of the Ammonites and the Arabians are in the church. They were happy to see the broken walls of your life. But God is busy rebuilding your life. God is busy rebuilding your ministry. God is busy rebuilding your business. Amen. The breaches in your life are about to be stopped in 2020. Glory to God. Amen. And they were very uh, angry about it, right? But look at the next verse, please. Verse 8. Let's all read together, please. And the what now? They conspired all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to do what? To hinder. Give me another word for hinder. Opposed, resistant, hindered, and withstand, right? Now notice, now, can you see it's all over the Bible? Paul on the, national, on the personal level, 
Daniel on a national level, here, Nehemiah on an administrational level. Are you listening to me, somebody? Amen. And notice he said they conspired all of them together. You need to understand this morning that there has been a conspiracy in the world of the spirit against the progress of your life and your administration and your ministry. Can I hear him in somebody? But look at the next verse. He says, uh, nevertheless, glory to God. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, nevertheless. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, nevertheless. We really don't care, glory to God. Whatever conspiracy has been assigned against your life, we really don't care. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God. So prayer will reverse every conspiracy of the enemy. Can you say amen? Every evil agreement against your life, every word spoken against your life, every scheme, every plans against your life and your ministry and your administration will be reversed by the power of prayer. Can you say hallelujah? Glory to God. Now, let's go to the book of Ezra, chapter 6. Now, Nehemiah was called to build the wall. Ezra was called, along with Zerubbabel, and Joshua, the high priest, to build the temple. Mm -hmm. Does anybody here want to build the house of God? Come on, talk to me. Does anybody here want to build the house of God? I understand if you build a God's house, he'll take care of your house. If you build God a house, he'll build you a house. Amen. Solomon put into his heart to build God a temple, glory to God, and God gave him a palace that even the queen of Sheba, woo, she balked when she saw not just the palace, but how the waiters dressed. Can I hand him in somebody? What God's about to do in your ministry and what God's about to do in your own house, the, your enemies will look at you and start to balk and say, wow, didn't know that God can be that good to you. God is going to be good to you in 2020. Say amen. Ezra chapter 6 and look at verse 8. Now, see what's the problem here. What's the problem here? Let's all read together, please. Oh, let's read together. Can we read together? Where do you want to go? Moreover, I made a decree what you shall do to the elders of the Jews. For what now? The building of the house of God. That what? Of the king's good. Whose goods? The king's good. The, the king has got much goods for you. The Lord Jesus has got much goods for you. Can you say amen to that? Even that uh, of the tribute beyond the river. What's the next word? Stop. We say it again. What's the next word? Give me another word for forthwith. Immediately. Or how about right now? How about some right now? How many right now could do with some king's goods right now? How many could do with some money right now? How many could do with some miracles right now? He says, right now the expenses be given unto these men that they be not what? Or what? Resisted, opposed, or blocked, or withstood. So what was the problem? They were busy building the house of God and they ran out of money. <laughs> Have you ever ran out of money? You begin something and you went full steam, head on, and then you ran out of money. But it says from now on, from today, everybody say, from today, right now, let the money be released. Come on, look at your neighbor say, right now, 
When? Now. Next week? Now. Next week? Now. Oh, right. When? When do you want? When do you want it? Now. When do you want it? Now. I can't hear you. When do you want it? Now. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, right now. Come on, say, right now. Right now, blessing. Glory to God. Amen. Say hallelujah. And it's that they will not be hindered what financially. Come on, lift up your hands. Say, I will no longer be hindered. Opposed. Resisted. Withstood. Financially. Whatever I need to build, I will build it. Now look at the next verse, please. Look at the next verse. Are you ready? Right. right. So, uh, verse 9. What does it say, please? Verse 9. Let's all read together. Verse 9. Glory to God. He says, and that which they have need of. Come on, lift up your hands and say, everything that I need. Everything I need. How many need some stuff? How many need some stuff today? Amen. Both of the what? The young bullocks and the rams and the lambs for the burnt offerings of the God of heaven. Wheat, salt, wine, and oil according to the appointment of the priests which are at Jerusalem. What? Let it be given to their work. Come on, let it begin with what? Day by day. Everybody say day by day. Oh, I can't hear you talk to me. Say day by day without fail. Some people only get money once a month, and some only get money only once a fortnight or once a week. But here he said, let the money be given to them day by day. Jesus said it this way. Give us this day our daily bread. Psalm says, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Does anybody here want some daily benefits? Does anybody here want some daily blessings? Come on, lift up your hands and day by day. Everything that I need financially to build my house. To build the house of God. To build a business. Let the money be released. When? Right now. Come on, say right now. Now notice that Paul was being hindered, opposed, resisted on a personal level. Daniel on a national level. Nehemiah on an administrational level. And Ezra on a financial level. Huh? Are you listening? Alright, let's go to the book of Acts, please. Quickly. Let's go to the book of Acts, the 13th chapter. Acts chapter 13. Glory to God. And we're going to read from verse 1. Acts chapter 13. And we are going to read from verse 1. Got it? It's a little journey we're going on. Let's read verse 1. Now there were in the church that was in Antioch. That's the, that's the Gentile council headquarters in Antioch. Certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene and Manian, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Read the next verse with me, please. As they what? Ministered unto the Lord. Or, or not so as they worshiped the Lord and did what? Fasted. And then what happened next? The Holy Ghost said, stop right there. What happened next? The Holy Ghost said. Everybody said, the Holy Ghost said. How many, of you, how many of you want to hear from the Holy Ghost? Yes, yes. How many understand if you hear from the Holy Spirit, you will receive the, the unfolding of the divine agenda? How many understand if you hear from the Holy Spirit, you will discover God's will for your life? Can you say amen? How many understand if you hear from the Holy Spirit, then you would be uh, discovering God's plan, personal plan for your life? So they heard from the Holy Ghost. 
Right? So put your hand in your heart and say, I need to hear from the Holy Spirit. Alright, so what did he say? Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I've called them. So now they know exactly their divine assignment. Is that right? Yes. Right? Okay, next verse, please. What happened next? Verse, <clears throat> verse 3. And when they had what? Fasted and they laid hands on them, they sent them away. Verse 4. Everybody read verse 4. So they, being sent by church, being sent by denomination, they just picked up the microphone and left. No. So they, being sent by who? Stop right there. Let me ask you a question. If they were sent by the Holy Ghost, were they in God's will? Are you sure? Yes. Were they on divine assignment? A hundred percent, right? Yes. So you agree with me they're a hundred percent in God's will, right? Yes. In God's plan, right? Yes. On divine assignment, right? Yes. Alright, now let's read verse 6. Let's come down to verse 6. Ready? Let's read verse 6 to verse 7, uh, to verse 8. And when they have gone through the aisle unto Paphos, they found a who? A what now? I, I thought you told me they were in God's will. I thought you told me. Now remember now they discovered their ministry. But what in the name of God is a sorcerer doing encountering them? Because some of you think if you are in God's will that there will be no opposition. The Lord never promised you a rose garden. But he promised you victory. So they and they encountered a certain sorcerer, say sorcerer, sorcerer. a false prophet, a Jew, a Jew whose name was Bar Jesus. Now look at verse 7 and verse 8. Let's read verse 7 and verse 8 together. Now everybody read, this is so important. Which was with the deputy of the country, Sergius Paulus, a prudent man, what now? Who called for who? Now stop. So let me ask you a question. Did Paul and Barnabas call for him? Or did he call for them? He called for them, right? And desired to hear the word of God. Is that correct? So it was not Paul or Saul and Barnabas who went looking for that man. It was that man who came looking for Paul. Is that right? Okay, next verse. Let's read the next verse, please. Verse 8, together. Ready? One, two, go. What does it say? But, but in Imus, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation. What's the next word? Uh-huh. I thought you told me they were in God's will. I thought you told me they were on divine assignment. Right? And notice now, the sorcerer is now, now, uh, Sergius Paulus summons for Paul. But Paul, now, notice that the sorcerer is withstanding, resisting, opposing, right? What's the next word? Seeking to turn away. Stop. Seeking to what now? I want you please to one line in your Bible. Seeking to do what now? Here is the purpose of witchcraft. Too many of us, we, when we think of witchcraft, we have preconceived idea because of what we saw on television. You think of somebody way back in the woods of Africa with a uh, bone going through his nose and a necklace of skull and bones. <laughs> that's, that, 
That's, that's low level witchcraft. But here is witchcraft. The deputy wanted to hear, right? Yeah. Jesus said, herein is my father glorified that you bring forth much fruit. So this man was supposed to be a fruit in the ministry of Saul and Barnabas. But what was meant to be a fruit was now deviated from him. I, I want you to understand today. That you are in acting, right? Yeah. Right? Do you think that's all that God has got for you? No. He's got more people to come into this church. Can you say amen? He's got thousands of people coming to this church. But why are they not here? Because that which is meant to come to you has been deviated from you. How many of you feel right now that you should be further on financially than where you are right now? Can I see your hands? How many of you right now feel you should be, your business should be further on than where it is right now? How many believe that your position must be further on than where you are right now? But why are you not there? Because witchcraft deviates from you what is meant to come to you. And this is why from today, you've got to make up your mind that whatever belongs to me is coming to me. Can you say amen? Now notice that the ministry was being opposed. Can you lift up your hand and say, whatever is meant to come to me, whatever God has for me, has to come to me. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to understand this. Now, when I was a young man, uh, this bishop said to me, Glenn, you will not understand what I'm saying to you today, but you need to understand this as a young man, that your biggest problem will be witchcraft. I said, what? Again, it's through a preconceived idea. I didn't understand this, that witchcraft deviates from you. Resist, oppose. See, right now your destiny is being opposed. Your business is being opposed. Your finances are being opposed. And you've been confessing the word and you still don't see anything. Because the enemy is wicked. Can I hear amen? And this is why you've got to learn to break spiritual opposition to your destiny. What Jesus said from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violent and the violent taken by force. The enemy is looking for easy prey, those who don't do anything. If you are timid, the enemy will stop you all the way from Acton to Tottenham and all the way back. Now, because of time, I don't have time to give you all the details. Uh, let me give you two more. Let me give you two more, okay? Are you ready? Yes. Glory to God. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. And, and what you're about to read here is something that you never read in the Old Testament. Okay? When you read the first five books of Moses, what you're about to read here, is, they're not mentioned. But here comes the Apostle Paul and he rips the veil and shows you what was going on behind the scene. Are you listening? Yeah. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8 and verse 9. Have you got it? Yeah. All right, let's read together, please. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8 and verse 9. Now, this is the great Moses. Let's read together. Now, as who? Janus and Jambres did what? Uh-huh, stop. Give me the word for withstood. Opposed, resisted, withstanding, hindered. Can you see that? 
That's the great deliverer, Moses. Did he not hear the voice of God when he was on the mountain? He heard God. Moses. You've seen the movie, The Ten Commandments, haven't you? Moses. For once, Hollywood got it right. That's a great voice of God, right? Moses. Not a squeaker. Moses! That's not a good voice for God. Okay, now, when you read Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy, did you ever hear the name Janus and Jambres? Never. But who are Janus and Jambres? Moses was told by God, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. So he goes down there with a rainbow from God. Huh? Having heard from God, he says, Pharaoh, God says, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, yeah, go ahead. Pick up your bags and go. Is that what Pharaoh did? He said, who is the Lord that I should obey him? So Moses cast down his rod. And his rod became a snake, serpent. What happened next? The Egyptian sorcerers. Now you know their name. Janus and Jambres. Now what does Janus mean? Janus means opposition. And Jambres means vexation to the point of ruin and poverty. So when you put the two together, he who opposes and vexes to the point of ruin and poverty. Are you listening? So they threw down their rod which became snakes. But what happened to their snakes? Glory to God. The rod of God. Glory to God. Let me tell you this. The rod of God in your hands. The rod of God in your mouth. Will swallow up any snake the enemy throws against you. Can you say hallelujah? Glory to God But notice that Moses was being withstood. Can you see that now? It's all over the Bible. If you, see, if you read the book of Samuel Chronicles, it says... And Satan resisted David. Zechariah 3, look at Zechariah 3, verse 1 and 2, please. Zechariah 3, verse 1 and 2. And then we're going to go back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, please. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 2. Can we put it on the screen? Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's read it together. If somebody got it, let's read it, okay? All right, and he showed me what now? Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and did what now? And Satan standing at his right hand to do what? Resist, withstood, hindered, opposed. Are you listening? Yes. Can you see how this verse is all over the Bible? This yes. word is all over the Bible. Let's go back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse uh, 8 and verse 9. Are you ready to have a little good time together? Yes, are you ready to have a good Pentecostal shout? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Just, just, just think that you're watching your favorite football team. Who, who likes... Uh... Are you also? Thank God have mercy on your soul. Any Chelsea here? Spurs? Spurs? Yes. White heart pain, is it? 
Just think about your favorite team winning. Glory to God. All right. Ready? Let's read verse 8 and verse 9 together, please. Ready? One, two, go. Now, as Janice and what? Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Man of corrupt mind, reprobate concerning the faith. Everybody read verse 9, please. Do I have any Holy Ghost people in the house today? But they shall proceed no further. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, they shall proceed no further. Come on, one more time. They shall proceed no further. Come on, lift up your hands and say, they shall proceed no further. Come on now, whatever the enemy has assigned against you, being financially, being on a personal level, being on a ministerial level, being on a professional level, they will not proceed any further. Enough is enough today. Enough is enough. They will not proceed any further. Any conspiracy against your life will be nullified today. Any opposition against your life will be nullified today. Hallelujah. Any resistance against you financially, professionally, and personally, they will come to a stop today. Look at Lamentation chapter 3. Lamentation chapter 3. Thank you, Jesus. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 35 and verse 36. I'll give you just one key. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, thank you, Lord. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 35 and verse 36. And while you're turning there, all right, let's read together, please. Ready? To turn aside the wrath of a man. Let's stop right there. Look at your name and say, I got some rights. Come on, say, I got some rights. What rights you got? You got a right to be the head and not the tail. To be on top and not beneath. To be the first and not the last. To be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Glory to God. And your children to be blessed. Say hallelujah. Come on, look at your I got some rights. Turn aside the right of a man before the face of the Most High God, next verse, to subvert a man in his cause, or to boycott a man in his cause, the Lord, what? Not. The Lord approveth not. Come on, lift up your hands and the Lord does not approve. Come on, talk to me. Say, the Lord does not approve. Whatever is stopping you financially, the Lord does not approve. Whatever is stopping your business, what? The Lord does not approve. Whatever is stopping your children from being in church, the Lord does not approve. Whatever is stopping your ministry, your church, your business, your life, from seeing exponential growth, the Lord does not approve. Come on, lift up your hands and say, the Lord does not approve. Come on, talk to me. Say that now. Say, the Lord does not approve. Say, neighbor, the Lord does not approve. Look at his neighbor, the neighbor. The Lord does not approve. And if the Lord does not approve, I do not approve. I do not approve. Jesus 
Jesus said it this way, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. So whatever you approve is what God approves. And whatever you disapprove, God disapproves. And I disapprove being busted and disgusted. I disapprove being a beggar in this life. I disapprove to always be looking for somebody. No, 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 no. If we're going to look to anybody, we're going to look to the hands of God. Say hallelujah. Say glory to God. Let me just give one key. Okay? To break the spiritual opposition. I might give you two. Acts 12 verse 1 to 5. Acts 12 verse 1 to 5. Acts 12 verse 1 to 5. Everybody knows this verse. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex, to hurt, to harm certain of the church. Right? And what did he do? Verse 10. He killed James. That's a pretty serious attack, isn't it? He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Now, remember what we read in 2 Timothy chapter 3? They will not proceed further. Remember that? But look at the next verse. Next verse, verse 3. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, what did he do? <laughs> so, so Moses said, Paul said they would not proceed further, but here they proceeded further. Why? Well, the question is, how did they stop it? Look at verse 5. Look at verse 5. Now, Peter was kept in prison, but what? Oh, but what now? But what now? But prayer was made without ceasing. You can't do that in English. Huh? You can't do that in your own dialect. You can't do that in Yoruba. You can't do that in Swahili or whatever language you speak, or French or Creole. I don't care what you speak. You can't do that in your own tongue. They were praying without ceasing. The Greek word without ceasing is the word etenos. And the word etenos, you get the English word extended and protracted prayers. There's only one prayer that you can do extended and protracted, and that's to pray in the Holy Ghost, and that is to pray in tongues. Yes. So the first key to breaking spiritual opposition to your life and hindrances to your life is that you're going to be a person of prayer. That's why Nehemiah says, nevertheless, we may not pray unto God. Put your hand in your belly. Put your hand in your belly. Say prayer. Come on, say prayer. Is doing business with God. Come on, say prayer. Is doing business with God. And you got to be people of prayer. Now, now, let me say this to you. Prayer is giving birth to the will of God. Prayer is what? Giving birth to the will of God. Because the will of God is not automatic. If it were, why would Jesus say when you pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Where? On earth as it is in heaven. So the will of God has got to be prayed through. You've got to give it birth. Just because you've got a word doesn't mean it's going to come to pass automatically. There was a word in the book of Jeremiah that after 70 years, Israel would go out of captivity. It took Daniel 
to pray through and to fast through it to engage that prophetic word to become a reality. Do you remember when Elijah said to Ahab, get down there, I hear the sudden abundance of rain. Remember that? Then what did he do? He went on top of Mount Carmel. Did he not? What did he do? He put his head between his knees. Why did I need to know that? What do I care where you put your head? But the reason why the Bible wanted you to know that is because in the olden days, when you gave birth, that's how you put yourself in the birth position. So what did what did Elijah do? He put himself in the birth position and he began to pray the word. He began to push forth the seed of God's word. So he goes out there and he said to himself, what do you see? I don't see anything. Second time, nothing. Third time, nothing. Fourth time, nothing. Fifth time, nothing. Sixth time, nothing. Seventh time, what do you see? He said, I see a cloud like the hand, like the size of a man's head. Oh, why? Because, ladies, apart from your scared husband who was with you in the labor war, who else was with you in the labor war? No, Jesus didn't still be the baby. <laughs> who was with you? The midwife. What's the purpose of the midwife? To catch the baby in her hands. When Elijah put himself in the birth position, God himself became the labor and made sure to catch that baby. You will not lose your baby if you begin to pray through. God himself will be the midwife and catch that baby. Can you say amen? Prayer is giving birth. Epaphras, Colossians 4.12. Epaphras, who is one of you, laboreth for you fervently in prayers that you might stand perfect, mature, and complete in the will of God. Can you say amen? amen. No, for them to stay, stand complete in God's will, they had to have Epaphras to pray through. Especially if you're a parent, you're going to pray for them kids. I feel sorry for these kids coming up today. They don't, they didn't live in the life we live. We had an innocent life. All the garbage they have to face today, you better know how to pray. Are you listening? You better know, you better get before your knees and pray through. Now let me close with this. You need to understand there's a difference between Royal decrees and priestly intercession. Let me say it again. You need to understand that there is a difference between royal decrees and priestly intercession. First Peter 2 verse 9. You are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Remember that? Come on, put your hand in your heart and say, I'm a royal priesthood. Revelation 1 verse 6 says he has made us kings and priests. So what are you? A king and a priest. A king makes decrees. A priest offers up incense. Jesus was both a king and a priest. When he came in public, he was the king of the circumstance. Rise, pick up your bed and walk. Huh? Go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. Right? Be done to you according to your faith. Seek be open. What did he do? He made royal decrees. But in order for him to do that publicly, it was undergirded.
by priestly intercession, which was the long hours he spent in prayer before his father. We've got it backwards. We want to make long prayers in public, and ain't nothing like it. <laughs> Why? Because it's not undergirded by priestly intercession. This is why when Moses went on top of the mountain with the rod of God in his hand to fight the Amalekites, Amalek came, Exodus 17, to go against Israel. Amalek means a people that licks up blood. The enemy is after your blood. It's after your children's blood. It's after your church's blood. So Moses said to him, I'm going to go to the top of the hill and pray. You go fight him back in the valley. As long as Moses' hands was up, what happened? Israel prevailed. When his hands went down, I'm going to let one. Listen to this. What happened next? How did they keep his hands steady? Aaron and her. Aaron is what? The high priest. Her come from the tribe of Judah. So her represent the king and Aaron represents the priest. Royal priesthood. Royal priesthood. Can you see that? This is why it's important to pray. That's right. Can you say amen? My time is up. Let's stand together on our feet. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. So you break spiritual opposition by praying in the Holy Ghost. So this is why I want to encourage you to get these books. It will be a blessing to you. The fasting, the praying, and the exploits. You got to pray. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Learn the power of midnight prayer. Learn the power of midnight prayer. It was at midnight. One of the seed, one of the blessing of yeah. Paul and Silas knew that. You said that before, didn't you? At midnight. Why? At midnight. Midnight. Midnight is the third watch of the night. First watch is six to nine. Second watch nine to twelve. Third watch is twelve to three. And the twelve to three is called the witching hour. That's where witchcraft, wizards, and witches are speaking against your life and destiny. The third hour, 12, midnight to 3. Midnight to 3 a.m. But it was at that time, one of the seed, blessing of uh, Abraham, your seed shall possess the gates of your enemies. What time did Samson do it? He waited till midnight. What time was the Passover? God dealt with the firstborn of Egypt. Have you ever asked yourself, why firstborn? Why firstborn? Why not secondborn? Because if I was in, alive at that time, I would be dead. I'm the firstborn. And my brother Bruno is the secondborn. If anybody deserves to die, it's him. <laughs> not me. I'm joking. I'm He's younger than me, but he could rearrange my face anytime he wanted to. So you can see why I wanted to do that. But why? Look what Genesis says. Jacob says, Reuben, you are my firstborn. You are my strength. So why the firstborn? Because the firstborn is a strength. 
So when God took out the firstborn of Egypt, he was taking out the strength of Egypt, the might of Egypt. Are you listening? So whatever might's coming against you, you destroy. And you ladies, single ladies, stop running around, moving from churches to churches to look for a man. I need a man, Pastor. Ruth and Moab. You can pray at all times. And there's something amazing about praying. Jesus was betrayed. Paul and Silas at midnight. The Bible says, while men slept, the enemy sowed tears. While you're sleeping, the enemy is sowing. Bring up my kid's name before the Father. Bring up the ministry. Bring up the finances of the ministry. Bring up the opposition before God. Say, God, this has got to stop. And that's why I believe today that God's word for you is you're going to bring resistances in 2020. You're going to do it. Can I hear you, man? Lift up your holy hands today. And I, I, I know some of you today might feel like you're being hindered. And that word resonate in your spirit today. Let the Lord put your hand in your heart and say with me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I have heard your word. I've seen it in the life of Paul, Paul and Barnabas, Moses, Nehemiah, Ezra, Daniel, Joshua, how they were opposed. But they broke opposition and they moved into their promised land. So will I, by the authority of the blood of Jesus and by the power of prayer, from today, I make a decision. That I will no longer be opposed, hindered, blocked, hampered on a personal level, on a financial level, on a ministerial level, on a professional level, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Thank you for listening to this message and we trust that it has blessed your life. If you would like any further information about Destiny Christian Center or you would like to partner with us and help us take this gospel message around the world, then please contact us at www.destinychristiancenter.org.